I did it on purpose. Do you use it a lot? No. Yes. It's fine. Yes. You hate it. I like bigger mugs. And then I just really like this mug because Ravenclaw. It's beautiful. If we went to Hogwarts together, I don't know if we'd be friends. <laughs> also, let's be real, you'd be a Slytherin. <laughs> Hot tea. Hot tea. The hot tea. I take offense to everything you just said. I would not. You've got the undertones of Slytherin Morgan. The other day, I have a group chat with my coworkers, and we were talking about, hold on. I think we were talking about, like, just being a bitch. And one of them said, wow, Morgan being a bitch? Groundbreaking. I am not that mean. I'm not. And you're just giggling because you think I am. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you're not mean. You're not mean. She's she's shit on you Morgan know, no, podcast. Morgan's not mean. Thank it's not mean. She's real. That's what it is. Would it's you like, like me to tell you. My sunglasses are ugly. Yes. <laughs> say they were ugly. Anyway. Were ugly. Anyway, welcome everyone who's watching probably just mike and josh welcome mike everyone and josh. who is uh watching this to the first ever first ever one two three <laughs> boost <laughs> boost and reviewed ladies and gentlemen okay okay ready so you're gonna say boost and reviewed yeah okay i didn't know if you're gonna say boost oh no i was gonna do the normal okay i'm okay. not gonna i'm keeping this all in i hope you don't <laughs> All right. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Yep. Okay. One. On three. Yeah. One, two, three. Booze and, and reviewed. Oh, yeah. Booze and reviewed, ladies and gents. Where we review the book of the month, Duh. Survive the Night, by Riley Sager. Woo. Yes. Woo. 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 And <laughs> alcohol. Okay. And alcohol. And five o'clock somewhere, guys. It's actually... <laughs> Uh, 11.37 a.m. on a Sunday. So We're you great. Know what? We are fine. It's great. We're good. Today, <laughs> I found these at the store, and you know what? I was excited. Little Truly Pops. And I really think they have more alcohol. Than the actual cans? Than the Truly thing. Oh, boy. I didn't have breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the breakfast of champions, ladies and gents. Truly Freezy truly pops. pops with so. a hint of alcohol, aka a, a large hint of it. Five percent. Do they taste alcoholic? We're about to find out. Ooh, ladies and gents, the first so we have the first alcohol strawberry lemonade to review by the two idiots, <laughs> the biggest idiots. Mango lemonade, original lemonade, strawberry lemonade. Which one did you want? I'm gonna go OG. 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 Thank you. I am going to do the mango. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And I also got us these little bad boys here. So don't ASMR. Fucking knock it off, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got to talk Trulies now. So yeah. there's, everybody knows there's lots of Truly flavors out there in the biz. In the biz. In the What's biz. Favorite truly, you think? That's literally where I was going. Oh. Um, see, I don't know because... Well, I would like the regular ones the best. I think I gotta go lime. <laughs> lime regular. Let's go generic Brian. <laughs> I am disgusted. I love the lime one. It's not. Just, 
Yeah, I just know. See, the fruit punch were okay when you let me try them. I didn't get to try them all, though. Okay, but you're telling me out of all the flavors in the world... I gotta go OG lime. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. What's yours? I really like... I think I'm between the tea and the punch. Okay. Wow, I'm surprised you said tea because I thought you didn't like that. I like the tea. Yeah. I think... Sorry, I have an itch on my nose. You're good. I think... I like the punch ones the most, and I like the light blue can. Okay, yep. I don't know what it was. I think that's that's a that's, that's a isn't that the wild berry one or like wild the, berry is the purple? Oh, oh, so it's like a tropical yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite. I think I liked the purple one better. I'm really afraid that this is gonna go everywhere. Do it for the content. <laughs> It is. It is. Okay. Oh, God. Don't okay. get out of your Okay. Okay. Oh. Oh, my okay. God. There you go. Okay. okay. It's, it's just on the floor. floor. Yep, yep, yep. Can it's I have that? that? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you can have that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Technical difficulties with the pops. Oh, that's not it. I'm going to give you up. Okay, review. Review. Do you like it? So I only opened it a little bit, so it's like just juice, but I like it. It tastes, you don't even taste the alcohol. Okay, well, I can taste the alcohol in this bad boy. Mm-hmm. I don't taste it in my ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. Um, I don't taste it in the um, lemonade one. I would let you, oh, my God. I would let you taste this, but I just, like, mouthed it so hard. <laughs> I didn't deep throw my nuts. You want to try it? <laughs> yeah, you're getting all your fucking mouth. <laughs> you're gross. Goodbye, every single person who has listened to this podcast already. Yeah, they, they got on for five seconds and they were like canceled. <laughs> Absolutely destroyed. Okay, well, I think I like these better than the actual like Trulies because I'm not into like, um, not very into the sweet. Not even sweet. It's just I think the carbonation kind of messes with my stomach. <laughs> I just want you to know I just made eye contact with you and you were like. <laughs> All right. What do you give it? What are we reading out of? One to ten? or one I would to five? say one to five. One to five? Yeah. It's a little too sweet for me. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd give it a three. Mm-hmm. Like, like on a hot day, day yeah of i'm not the eating release, these in the winter no way i would definitely suck on one of these <laughs> <laughs> i'd suck on one of these <laughs> i definitely would um if this was an option maybe over drinking the truly lemonade i would have this oh yeah for sure for sure truly lemonades are way too sweet for me nice yeah oh yeah i agree with the lemonade that being too sweet yeah okay so I would give mine probably a 3.5. I'm not drinking it in the winter. There's no, I'm not eating these in the winter. No way. I'm going red wine winter. Red wine winter. Mm-hmm. I almost just said red wine winter. That's my name of my emo band. <laughs> red wine winter. Sounds depressing. All right. Are you going to keep drinking it? I will. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe we shouldn't suck on these the entire time. The high so entire gonna time, be. yeah. I'm just going to put it right here. I will drink it after. Because I don't want ASMR, Danielle, and Morgan all the time. Why not? 
All right, let's move on because we spent way too long on alcohol. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. But it is half the name of our ro- booze and reviewed. We have. I just stroked out the booze. The booze. The booze. All right. Okay. So. During the podcast, we are going to review books that maybe our listeners haven't read yet. And, um, for example, there's a book that Danielle read this month that I don't really care to read. I'm not saying that. Morgan hates everything that I read. Um, that I maybe don't care to listen to. Listen to to, to read. To read. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the... Lost my train of thought. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, so when we review these books, we're going to do a little thing that says we're going to just say spoiler alert before. And if you want to read the book and not get any spoilers, you're going to skip forward 30 seconds. Yes. So that you guys do not spoil get the book spoiled, and but you can still continue to listen to the podcast. Right. So we're going to do a little timer when we say spoiler alert. Skip. I'm going to start this and we're going to give all the spoilers for 30 seconds. So if you read the book, keep listening. But if you are currently reading or it's on your TBR, then skip ahead. We're going to say 30 seconds. And if we don't get into the 30 seconds, then I guess that's our own problem. Yeah. So let's start. Do you want to start with 522 days? We can start with 342 days. Okay, great. (laughs) So why don't actually you talk about the books that you read first? For this uh, month. All right. So I read um, I Hunt Killers, which I can't remember the author and I didn't bring it with me. Um, and then um, I Hunt Killers by Barry Liga. And it was, um, I'm not giving any spoilers because Morgan hasn't read it. And and I want to read it. It's a thriller. Um, it's I definitely, I would say it's a YA thriller. It's pretty good. I would say, I, gave it, I think I give it a three. Um if any of you have watched the show Prodigal Son, it's very Prodigal Son, and it's super good. Good, 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 good. I'd say if you're into a fast read and like thrillers, it's a go. And then I read Anatomy of Mur- a Murderer, which um, was something I don't normally read. And it's... Um, I went to look for a good, different mystery and dropped the ball i dropped the ball so hard it wasn't a bad book it was a slow burn slow burn um okay and it wasn't it was i it wasn't what i expected to say the least it was like a courtroom it's a it's a what is it it's a crime a courtroom drama that's what they called it it's a courtroom drama and it's interesting because it takes place in the late 1950s into the early 60s Mm. so it's really old Mm. and um spoilers so um skip ahead if you don't have already already started the goddamn thing i'm gonna keep going okay okay, okay. so spoiler alert it's about a courtroom case that has a guy murdered a guy another guy who raped his wife and basically, in the 50s, rape wasn't a thing that they could convict as a crime. In Okay. So the whole basis is they... Oh, you got four seconds, girl. Basis is... Uh, uh, yeah. Done. Okay. So... <laughs> you didn't give any spoilers. In that it was kind of. But like, anyway, yeah. So it wasn't what I expected. It's pretty slow. 
Um, but, you know, I'm glad that I read it because it's outside of my genres that I normally read, which is pretty much thrillers, mysteries, and sometimes fantasies. So, I mean, okay, it was good. I think I gave it a four because the ending just... So yeah. Oh boy. Okay. The ending's okay. good, but you gotta take it. You gotta you gotta get through it to get to that. So yeah. Gotta not. And then the last one I read, which also Mogan read. Do I have it back here? Um, it's 522 days, also known as 56 days. 346 days, <laughs> also known as. No. 56 days. While Danielle and I were reading this, I, the smart person that I am, would always say that it was 57 days. And as you can see by the title, it's, it's 56. 56. So I said, I started 57 days. And this smart ass next to me said, Oh, what's that about? What that? What? I've never heard of that book. What's that book about? So the long running joke for the rest of our lives is going to be. Oh, it's going to be. Um, it's any number besides 56 days. 362 days. We are here for 2021 days. I, all right, this is where we're going to get into it because yes, I know you only gave it a three and a half. I gave it a four. So I think we're going to put this in front of Survivor. Yeah, let's talk about 302 days. 699 days. Um, So for anybody listening that has not read 56 days, we are going to talk spoilers. Um, not so much the 30 second spoilers, but Danielle and I both read this. Yeah, we're going to go into it a little bit um, yes. just because we both read it and we won't spend too, too long on it just because we want to get into Survive the Night because yes. Survive the Night is our main book and we want to like, yes, that's something. <laughs> so um, 56 days. Let me just read. Yeah, a little synopsis. Damn Actually, it, I just called it 56 days. Oh, How? 221 days. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, the you... synopsis. Oh, okay. Sierra and Oliver meet in a supermarket queue in Dublin 56 days ago and start dating the same week COVID-19 reaches Irish shores. 35 days ago, when lockdown threatens to keep them apart, Oliver suggests they move in together. Sierra sees a unique opportunity for a relationship to flourish without the scrutiny of family and friends. Oliver sees a chance to hide who and what he really is. Dun, dun, dun. Today, detectives arrive at Oliver's apartment to discover a decomposing body inside. Can they determine what really happened or has lockdown created an opportunity for someone to commit the perfect crime? Danielle and I read 493 days this month. Um, 999999 days. Ryan Howard. So let's... (gasps) (laughs) We're keeping it. We're keeping it. So let's talk. Danielle, what did you read it? Tell me. I rated it a four. Oh, well, we can do it now. What did okay. you rate it? Okay. Um, so I rated it a three and a half. Okay. I rated it a three and a half. What about you? I rated it a four. So when we get into this, we're going to just do spoilers. So if you want to read this book, you need to just, we'll take, how about this? So we'll take 56 days away when we're done talking about it. So scroll until you're done seeing 56 days. And then that's when we're going to start talking about Survive the Night. What about our podcast listeners? Not everybody's. Oh, okay. I'll YouTube, I'll make a crow sound. <laughs> 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 That's when you know we're done. I just would like to note that my husband is in the living room, knowing that we're doing a podcast right now, and he's probably just hearing Danielle make bird sounds and wondering. What the fuck is going on. Honestly, well, what time is it right now? 
11.53. Okay, how about this? How about this? I'll start timing Yeah. when we're done. Yeah. And then we can say, go this month time. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So we'll let you know. This is going to be a spot. It's fine. All right, it's fine. Okay. So you rated it a four. Tell me why. Um, I freaking loved it. I don't, I think I just loved the way I'm a big person who loves timeline books and the way she did the timeline in this was so good because like she goes through the events as normal and then the twists come and then she repeats what we already read so that you can get the point of view from when you see what they actually are. And I absolutely love unreliable narrators. Love that. It, I love it because I'm like, I hate these people so freaking much. And I think that's why I get so excited about it because I just don't like these people. And it makes me like, okay, why don't I like these people? I need to know. This is why. So yeah, I liked it. The middle twist was so good. And then I just liked that the ending kind of rounded it out and like closed the book. And I was like, I'm satisfied. But you, on the other hand... I hated the ending. <laughs> we don't. just... So we find out that Sierra is Shane's sister. Mm-hmm. Which, that that was a great twist. So good. That was a great twist. I will so good. But then at the ending, the detectives are like, maybe this Sierra girl was Laurel all along. Or Laura. Yeah, Laura. Laura. Yeah. Laura. Okay. Maybe she was Laura all along. And I was like, holy shit. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. If it just like was like, actually, Sierra's not real. It's Laura. Right. Or like maybe he was really a whack job and was like hallucinating her. Yeah. There could have been so many different ways that this author went. And she set that up with the detective saying that Sierra could be Laura. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. And then like four pages later, the book ends. And it doesn't say anything about that again. And I was like, then why bring it up? Uh, Yeah. You know, I... I think it was just because now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's because the it kind of shows that the cops really don't really know what's going on. They have no clue who Sierra is. And that's why I think she wrote it so that like we know that she's going to get her closure and they're not going to find her. There's no way. There's no way because like she did. She made the perfect crime. She literally did it. She deleted. She didn't even do anything. But she. Oh, yeah, she did. But she technically. Yeah. But she saved herself from all the steps she did to try to find this man. So, I don't know. I love that she was Shane's brother. I mean, sister. Can we just talk about how fucking stupid moving in with somebody during COVID and not talking about it with any family members. We have so many dumb characters to talk about today. So many dumb characters. It yeah. blows my mind because you don't know this person and you're not even telling anybody. They met three days ago and they're like, hey, let's move in together. And she's like, yeah, great idea. Also, what the fuck? let's take a moment. This is set in 2021. It goes over the COVID-19 pandemic. This is yeah. what it's the setting. So you would think, hmm. Killer. Killer. Absolute killer. Either Sierra or Oliver. Who knows? Because they're right. both psychos. And it just really blew my mind. Like, obviously, she didn't tell anybody, so no one was able to tell her, no, this is a bad idea. But if I moved in with somebody, I would at least maybe tell you. Oh, yeah. Tell somebody. Tell yeah. one person, not like The one freaking person. I just... Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're not comfortable with telling your mother or your family members, tell a friend. friend. Well, so, your friend's going to judge you for half a second and then be like, 
la, la, la. I'm going to go back to my own life and check on her every once in a while. That's me. I would judge you hardcore. Oh, sure. If Absolutely. You, if you had met somebody. Uh, yeah, and was like just moved in with them in like 48 hours. I would make sure that we you need were to alive. yeah we need to rethink your processing of mental Danielle because oh my gosh I would risk COVID to get you out of there yeah that's I, want you to know that. I don't yeah but that's what the whole thing is is like okay there's a reason why this girl decides after three days to go and we right, figure that out after that but like because clearly as the reader you're like wow this person's an idiot no one in their right mind would actually do that. And if you have, so sorry, I'm not judging you, but I am. <laughs> I am judging you. I'm not. Go do what you want. I don't care. Three days. Three Come freaking on, days. But yeah, I don't know. And he, they're met in like the grocery store. The grocery store. Stalking, they were stalking each other. Yeah, they were stalking each other. And how, like, honestly, I just, I don't know. Whatever. I loved it. It was good. The twists were good. Um, yeah. I'm glad that she wasn't Paul's brother. I mean, sister, I keep saying brother. Um, Paul? Paul's oh, the, the kill, the kid that got killed. Yep, the victim. I would be so sad if it was huge, if it ended up being that, because I think it wouldn't has, have, has been exciting, as exciting as it was. Yeah. If it, yeah. It, yeah. I kind of wish that I got to see Paul's family side of the story a little bit just to kind of know but that's just me being like oh i need to know all the sides of the story yeah i i enjoyed if the ending wasn't as like quick and closed off as it was i feel like i would have given it a higher rating you know and the other thing about the ending is they really never told us what she had did they like what she was dying from uh yeah i don't remember. they never said anything so you kind of i think it's something to it's got to be something to do with like mental slowdown or something because it sounds like she's had like bad days and good days it's got to be alzheimer's or something yeah i think it was something to do with like her cognitive like, yeah memory and stuff like that because um she like didn't remember because at the end she got on the phone and she was like hi mom it's sierra yeah and she's like i gotta she tell you see her no it's on the phone, it on the phone yeah because yeah right, and she right. was on the beach remember and she had to run to get to a reception because her sister couldn't hear her. And she was like, hey, mom, I got something to say about Shane. I got to tell you something. I don't remember her being on a beach because I was just so ready to be done with the book <laughs> that I just skimmed. I love this book. I loved it. If you like time, timeline-based books and unreliable narrati- narrators and whatnot, this is a book for you. If you're somebody who likes a lot more twists and a lot more mind-blowing things maybe it's not for you as morgan has said i would still recommend this book though yeah it's good leaking um i would still recommend this book i'm mailing this book to one of my friends on bookstagram so like i would still i wouldn't have given it to her if i thought it sucked yeah yeah kind of thing so i still did enjoy it i will say and just it, the ending just wasn't for me that's all yeah that's all okay well to wrap it up i guess Read 56, 925 days. 432 days on the dot. Yes. Go ahead and read it. I I highly praise it. I think you should go get it. And okay. do you have any other things you want to say about 299 days? No, I do not. All right. So let's move on. So, yeah. What other books did you read this month? Um, other than Survive the Night. Um, 
that's it. Just I Hunt Killers, Anatomy of a Murderer, and 229 Days. Okay. What did you read? Let's get into what Morgan read. read. So, obviously, I read 342 Days, um, so we're not going to talk about that again. I read One Last Stop, (laughs) which is not usually on my... In my genre of choice, it's more of like, I feel like it was a romance book. Okay, guys, I also read this book. So if you want to read One Last Stop and have not read it yet, you are going to want to skip through this one as well. I'll do another timer. Um, Let's talk for seven minutes about it because that's how much we did the last one. Okay, seven minutes, seven minutes. So time it. Yep. Okay. So, oh, <laughs> we're okay. good at things. So, um... One last stop. I can pull up. One last stop by, I think her her name's Catherine. Casey McQuiston. McQuiston. She is a goddess of romance. Okay. Let's So good. Also, let it be known that I've read three romances in my life. So I I have very little perspective on romance. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. For cynical 23-year-old August, moving to New York City is supposed to prove her right that things like magic and cinematic love stories don't exist. And the only smart way to go through life is alone. She can't imagine how waiting tables at a 24-hour pancake diner and moving in with too many weird roommates could possibly change that. And there's certainly no chance of her subway commute being anything more than a daily trudge through boredom and electrical failures. But then, there's just there's this gorgeous girl on the train, Jane. Dazzling, charming, mysterious, impossible Jane. Jane with her rough edges and swoopy hair and soft smile, showing up in a leather jacket to save August's day when she needed it most. August's subway crush becomes the best part of her day, but pretty soon she discovers there's one big problem. Jane doesn't just look like an old-school punk rocker. She's literally displaced in time from the 1970s, and August is going to have to use everything she tried to leave in her own past to help her. Maybe it's time to start believing in some things, after all. Casey McQuiston's One Last Stop is a magical, sexy, big-hearted romance where the impossible becomes possible as August does everything in her power to save the girl lost in time. So let me just say... You go into it and I will add because this is what you read and you've read it way more. I read it last month, so you have more perspective. Reading that synopsis, I would not have read this book. I wouldn't have because all of that just screams romance and romance is not... But then you suggested this book, and then one of my friends from work suggested this book. And I was like, you know what? Okay, whatever. Because I had previously read um, Sky Falling. Oh, right, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I did enjoy that book. So I was like, I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. And I think I rated this book four stars. I'm going to go back to my Goodreads. I I also rated it a four. I... This book. Yes, I rated it a four stars. So, I I don't really have too too much to say. I really enjoyed the roommates. How yes, like all over the place they were in the best way. Don't you want to be friends with them? Yes, they literally are the best humans in the world, and like they're like all just little oddballs. Yeah. In the best way possible. And not even, like, odd in a bad way. It's just that they are people who don't fit into society. But they do. It's like, I don't know. They're... Oh, I love them. I love every single one of them. I really loved just how they 
worked together, meshed together, how their living situation, they were just the best friends. Oh, and they didn't even judge it. Like, they didn't judge each other because they were all different. Like, okay, so like, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember their names. What's his, um... August is the main character. August, and then there's the the fortune teller guy. I can't remember. I don't um, have the book with me. I, I wrote know. down my favorite character because he was my favorite. Uh, favorite characters, favorite characters. Nico. Nico, Nico was yeah. transgender, and when they August went to the refrigerator, I was like, "Oh, who's this cute little girl?" There's a picture of a little girl on the refrigerator, and Nico was like, "That's me," and she was like, "Oh," and that was the end of the discussion. Mm-hmm. it was so nice and there's other like moments like that where like they discover each other and like somebody's a drag queen and then like mm-hmm. it was just like a, oh awesome oh, okay. we're done yeah. this awesome. is you yes. i accept you as who you are and it's great and i loved that about that part like just yes. this book it's just like an accepting book of like whatever you are whatever you like yeah you are that person and then i don't know it's just nice read because it's just like it was very heartwarming for sure for sure it was very heartwarming and i also feel like they didn't judge august when she was like i'm in love with a ghost from the 70s yeah <laughs> what how bizarre is that and they what? were just like cool they were like cool let's go see how we can save her yeah and i feel like it was sort of semi-fantasy because mm-hmm. of like that the timeline yeah. and then like how jane's stuck on the subway yeah and the way that they like fixed it and then spoiler she ends up staying. I know. And then when she came into the pancake house, come on. Okay. I live for that. Okay, so that's why I gave it a four. Because I think I would have liked it if Jane didn't come back. And because August became so independent at the end of the book, yeah. she became so independent and she like kind of was like her own person at the end. And I think I would have liked it a little bit more if Jane kind of stayed in the 1970s and then august kind of just went continued her life and found another love but I, yeah okay go ahead i love jane love jane i think i was texting you while i was reading this and i also had the same thing i was like i don't want this to be a happy ending but then jane didn't come back for a while a while which was so random so i was reading and i was like okay good she's not gonna come back and then the more i read i was like no i want her to come, back. come back jane i want her to come back for august because they were literally perfect together they were so perfect and then she walked into the pancake house and my heart let me tell you i think i had a little bit of tears in my eyes when i was reading it i was like yes, yes. this is the happy ending that i never ever asked for listen and they had earth wind and fire in the background playing while she walked in holy <laughs> cow let's get that yes. moment happening yes. love the music references in all these books and stuff there was a lot of music references in all every books. single book yeah yeah i did enjoy that Nice. What else did you read? So this is, we, that's six minutes. So that was six minutes of one last it. stop. So good job. Good book. Good book. Yes, Love that I book. Really enjoy that. Everyone should read that. I also have Red, White, and Royal Blue on my list to read, mm-hmm. which is also by her. And people rave about that one. So. Yes, I've heard good things about that. I don't know if I'll read it just because this was so far out of my genre. You gotta, but I did enjoy it, yep. so I might. Okay, well, I own it, so you okay. can borrow. Good to know. Good next to know. book. Dun, the dun, next dun. book that I read was The Chestnut Man. This bad boy was 500 pages. <laughs> and I did not know that when I got it as a book of the month add-on. I saw it, it was a horror book, and I was like, you know what? I don't really read horror, so let's try it. 
And then it came in the mail and it was like three times the size of this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's going to sit on my bookshelf for a hot minute. I think I got this three months ago. Oh, wow. I just read it this month. I have a lot of books that are on my bookshelf. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to look at that either. These are mostly Josh's. <laughs> These are mostly Josh's, so not take problem. Take it for what it's worth. Hers is way bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes, mine is a lot bigger. Um. Anyway. So the chestnut man, I'm not going to get into spoilers on this because you didn't read this. Yeah. And I think I kind of want to read it, but it's like on my way back burner. Yeah. I'm not going to give spoilers just because I feel like there's so many aspects to talk about for this. There were so many characters and it was set in, I think it's Denmark. I think it was set in Denmark (laughs) and they just had character names that were very different than what like we normally are. Yeah. So they had like. I wish I had the, um, I literally wrote all of their names on my bookmark because they switched point of views. Oh. So they had, um, and they referred, so there was detectives in it. So they referred to the detectives as their last names. Oh, so then it got even more confusing. So there was like Lauren, but it wasn't spelled Lauren. Oh gosh. Yeah. It was, there was also, um, gosh, I can't remember any of their names, but it was a lot of characters that i just needed to like write down because i was like who the heck is this person because we had um rosa and her husband and their two children that they kept bringing up we had lauren her boyfriend her daughter her father and then some of the other detectives so like maybe three or four other detectives and then it was like a murdery book, so then the victims and their families were also brought into it. So oh my gosh, names, so many characters. All these names that I was just like, I got to maybe through three chapters, and I was like, I need to write these down because I can't remember. And it did help out a lot. Yeah. But basically, it was your typical, like, I don't want to say murder mystery, because that makes me think of, like, Agatha Christie. Yeah. Kind of thing, but it was more of like a... um. I reviewed it as a Criminal Minds episode. Ooh, okay, book. okay. So, like, you know how in Criminal Minds, the first murder happens, and then they get wind of it. Yeah. They get on it, and then they try and stop it again, but then the second murder happens. Oh, interesting. And then the third murder, they stop. Okay. It's kind of like that, and that's not that's not a giveaway of... Like, no the, spoilers. That's not a spoiler, no, but it's just, like, I feel like every Criminal Minds episode is like that. See, when you describe it like that, it makes me want to read it. It was very, like, it's a horror book for a reason. It's kind of gory at Mm -hmm. times. Like, there's, this isn't a spoiler, but they, the victims have, like, limbs amputated. Oh, boy. While they're alive. (gasps) Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, And some of, some of the parts are a little into detail. Yeah. Like, I think the first chapter, I was reading it, and it talked about a guy getting axed in the head. Oh, Yes, so very, so very gory. Oh, um, if you don't like books like that, then maybe this one isn't for you. I did rate it a, a four out of five. Um, I did just enjoy the fact that it was a Criminal Minds episode in a book. I really don't know how else to explain it. Yeah. But these people get murdered, and they there's a little chestnut man made out of chestnuts at the scene at of the, the crime. Scene of the crime. Dun dun dun. And then you see, you're, like, reading the point of view of the victims as they're, like, getting ready to be murdered because, like, they're walking around the house and they're like, oh, I just heard, like, a weird noise. What the heck? And then they turn around, there's a chestnut man sitting on there. And then that's how they know that they're going to die. And then the chapter ends. Uh! So it's it was good. Yeah. 
It was very good. I don't remember why I didn't rate it a five star. Probably just the characters. A lot of characters. Probably It was a lot of characters. A lot of uh, point of view switches. But by the end, we ended up getting to maybe like three or four. Oh, you know what? I remember why I didn't rate it a five star. This is not a spoiler, but the killer was... Um, like we found out who the killer was, and I wasn't impressed. Done, done. No, nothing further than that. But that's just why I didn't rate it a five star. Because I was like, really okay. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. But then the ending was just kind of like a normal ending. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm pretty sure it was interesting. So that it was sounds good. You can borrow it anytime. I will. I think I will because that sounds really good. I think I might save it for um, October. Mm, I might borrow. Yeah, for spooky yeah, yeah, yeah. reads. Yeah. Do you read anything else? Um, let's see. Well, that's Bob Chestnut Man. 432 days. I read Survive the Night. Before before you get into Survive the Night, actually, <laughs> that was a horrible segue on my part. Did you um, like my face? I was like, yeah, you were like, eee. Survive the what? Night. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I know what you're going to say. What was your favorite read? Of the of the month? Of the month. <sighs> Not I mean, if it's Survive the Night, then it's Survive the Night, but maybe without Survive the Night. Um, without Survive the Night, 299 days. <laughs> okay. With Survive the Night, Survive the Night. Okay. I loved Survive the I know the answer to this question, but what was your least favorite? Anatomy of a Murderer. What was yours? For my favorite, again, if, if this is not in it. If we're including, then it was Survive the Night. Okay. If, if it's we're not. not I think 342 days as well. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, because one last stop again was not in my genre thing. So yeah. That's kind of where it's just ranking lower yep. because it's not in my genre. Um, and then Chestnut Man, I feel like just was way too long. Yeah. I like quick thrillers. Me too. Me too. I like to be able to finish them maybe in one sitting or maybe two sittings. <laughs> I think you should read I Hunt Killers because it sounds very similar to Chestnut Man. Okay. But faster paced because it's YA, so it's like yeah. YA they authors just get right into it no 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 i think you should give it a shot okay well it's on my it's on my bookshelf clearly it's on the back bookshelf because i've never come back here (laughs) one that kind of got pushed to the side but i have a lot of those um, my favorite read if we're not including was 342 days my least favorite i think would be one last stop oh dang but that's only because she doesn't read romances I read good books this month. Yeah. I didn't read like one that stuck out and I was like, this is a dud. Yeah. I read good books this month. So I think that's just saying all of the books that I read were. It's hard to choose one that's bad, bad, but when they're super good. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Um, So are we going to discuss Survive the Night? Survive the Night. Okay. Well. I know you wanted to discuss this. So Morgan is a Riley Sager fan. She's yes. read every single Riley Sager book that he has yes. written. So when I said, hey, let's start a podcast. Well, when we decided, I didn't say, hey, let's start a podcast. Um, when we decided to start a podcast, we're like, we got to read Riley Sager. Yes. Duh. I think you need to read every single book that he's ever... It's only five. Come on. I know. I read... Well, I might got a head start. Head start. Head start. You read two of them. Right. So I've read Final Girls and Survived the Night. And then Morgan... Has read every single one of them. Every single one of them. Before I go into my little... My little idea, like, just a little 
how I like Riley Sager. We're going to have her go first because she read all of them. And I want to know how she rates all of them them. from top. Well, go, go your least favorite to your favorite. Okay. Least favorite's really easy. I'm really sorry, Riley Sager. I did not like lock every door. And that's the one everybody knows, I feel like, right? Yes. Yeah. Also, let me just say, I read these books not realizing that Riley Sager wrote these books. Oh, you just like happened to have them. Yeah. Well, I got them from the library, I think. Oh, interesting. So you're like a, like an anonymous Riley Sager fan because you didn't even know. I didn't know. And then I was like, oh, what other, because I think I realized that Riley Sager had written Home Before Dark and I loved Home Before Dark. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me see all the other books that he's written. And at that point, I had already read Last Time I Lied and Lock Every Door. I think I just needed to read Final Girls. And I think I told you to read Final Girls. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to get it. So I had no idea. That the, That's were, so that funny. Like, I just got them because the, the synopsis yeah, were like right good. up your alley. And then I was like, I want to read every single book that he's ever written. And you know what? I already did. <laughs> And that was, like, a disappointment at the same time of, like, good for me. Yeah, you, like, did it and like, you're, like, a closet Riley Sager fan until yeah. you read this book and you're, like, holy cow, I've read all these books. Yeah. <laughs> so, if I had to rate them, my lowest would be Lock Every Door. I just didn't really like it, if I'm honest. Yeah. I just, that's all I'm going to say about it. I didn't really care for it. I still, according to Goodreads, I rated it four stars. I think I rated it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. like in real life mm-hmm. um so that's five four i think would be final girls oh, i like, i have no opinion because i have not read any other ones so i liked final girls again my goodreads says i rated it four stars oh okay so, so they're pretty hard his books four to five stars he's a good author these are not my ratings these are the freaking goodreads ratings oh well okay so, so she probably gave them all fives honestly lock every door i gave three stars oh lock every door i gave three stars okay um, Final Girls, I gave four stars. Okay. Um, then your next one, your third. The last time I lied. Okay, I want to read that so bad. That was that one's at the camp. Oh. She's a camp counselor. <gasps> yeah, I need to read that. That one was really good. Yeah. I again, that's the middle for me. I rated it four stars, and I rated it four full stars. I didn't do like three. Three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, Home Before Dark. The ending is the only reason why I did not give it five stars. Oh, okay. Because as we've come to find out, Riley Sager has a lot of plot twists. So many plot twists. He will give us a plot twist, and then we're like, wow, this is a good book. And then we're like, holy shit, there's another plot twist. Bam. So that's what happened in Home Before Dark, but there was a couple plot twists near the end that were so in succession that you're like what the frig that i just didn't i thought it was too much mm-hmm. so with that being said home before dark was haunting of hill house in a book oh i need to read that yes. also as going on in my october reads i'm gonna have so many spooky yes. reads i loved and i told one of my friends on bookstagram that because she posted like what should i read and i said that one and i was like it is a haunting of hill house in a book like not the not yeah 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 the, the tv show oh okay the i get it yeah show, the tv show yeah, uh-huh. in a book okay good to know and then i sent it to her and she was like holy shit you're right so she also thought it was the same thing so then coming in and number Hot one in number one is survive the night with five stars <sighs> 
gosh. And this is just a great segue. Also, wait, before we segue really fast, I just want to let you know, I don't know if you knew this, Home Before Dark is glow in the dark. The cover is glow in the dark. I swear. I saw it on book Instagram and my mind exploded. Somebody, I don't know if it was a reels or if they like did a picture of it in the like the light and then like in the dark. It glows in the dark. The cover glows in the dark. Is that bananas? I didn't know that. Yeah, it glows in the dark. I don't know if it's a a certain edition or if it's like, but I saw that and I was like, what the frig? This is cool as heck. Yeah. Surprise for anybody who has home before dark (laughs) but anyways back to the segue the book that we want to discuss and hear about and spend a lot of time on because we spent a lot of time time reading reading it yes 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 so what we did is i don't know how we're going to discuss it we'll probably just go with the flow yeah what we did and i thought this was going to be brilliant but it wasn't in the end we broke it up into parts so we did 40 pages 40 ish pages a day yeah. to kind of break it apart and then we could talk about it but then we're like well we can't talk about this because we got to save all of our thoughts and our emotions danielle and i have not <sighs> spoken one word about this book at all yeah there was one night morgan and i and our boyfriends well husband Whatever. boyfriend <laughs> went to drive in and morgan's like we have an hour to read and i'm like you have company and we can hang out and talk to each other and you're going to read no, it. Read. We're reading. And she goes in the middle of like our quiet moment, forget all of a sudden she goes, ah! I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? And then, and then maybe 10 minutes later, I'm like, ah! yep. Yep. And that was like really early into the book. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I, so I really think that the breaking up of this book just so happened to work out perfectly. Yeah. Because all of the anxiety that I had reading this book was heightened because I was builds like, it up. I have to stop reading. Yes. If we didn't buddy read this book, I feel like I would have read this in one, one whole day. Oh yeah. yeah, same. I literally probably would have finished it in maybe forty eight hours. Yeah, it's so good, and it's there's just it's just like you want to know what's going to happen next because it's like, like anxiety. Danielle, read slow. I have to close the book. Damn it. Yeah, it's like oh, it was really good. It's so, we broke so it down. good. I have my notes. In, oh, you have your. Notes I do too. too. So we broke it down. We read um, 34 pages, or two, page 34 to page 70, 102, 130, 162, 182, 226, 264. Just seeing my notes. And then I think we had another one in between, but at the very end, I was like, Danielle, I really can't wait another She's day. She's like, I, I gotta read. And I think I finished it maybe the next morning. Yeah. So we didn't stick to the very no. end. But, but yeah. to give you the effect of extra heightened anxiety split it up because yes it makes you want to poop your pants honestly the way that you split it up i know you didn't mean to do it like purposely but but it it worked it worked yeah perfect um also i have to say there was one night when i was reading this when we were in the middle of reading this and i had a nightmare about being in a car and like oh my god it was it gave me nightmares because it's so real like the horror is real like this could happen in real life yeah and that i mean yeah yeah <laughs> again but this is also the 70s 80s it, 90s 90s yeah it's the 90s 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 i don't know why it's okay it's, it's yeah but times are a little bit different then mm-hmm. i would not way different a car with some random person from college nope to go home but you know um, again, times have also no cell phones yes robbie no cell phones. Had, robbie had a cell phone but it was one of those big chunky ones that had like an antenna that you pull up. Yep. And then 
but he was the only character that had a cell phone. Yep. There were pay phones, and that was about it. And that adds to the anxiety. Whole anxiety. So, basically, do you want to read the synopsis? Sure. I'll just read it from the book. Okay. Okay. So, let's get into the synopsis. Okay. So, you can get an idea of what this is about. So, uh, here we go. It's November 1991. Nirvana's in the tape deck. George H.W. Bush is in the White House. And movie-obsessed college student Charlie Jordan is in the car with a man who might be a serial killer. Josh Baxter, the man behind the wheel, is a virtual stranger to Charlie. They met at the campus ride board, each looking to share the long drive home to Ohio. Both have good reasons for wanting to get away. For Charlie, it's guilt and grief over the shocking murder of her best friend, who became the third victim of the man known as the campus killer. For Josh, it's to help care for his sick father. Or so he says. The longer she sits in the passenger seat, the more Charlie notices there's something suspicious about Josh. From the holes in his story about his father to how he doesn't want to see her, what doesn't want her to see inside the trunk. As they travel an empty, twisted highway in the dead of night, an increasingly anxious Charlie begins to think she's sharing a car with the campus killer. Is Josh truly dangerous? Or is Charlie's jittery mistrust merely a figment of her movie-fueled imagination? One thing is certain. Charlie has nowhere to run and no way to call for help, trapped in a terrifying game of cat and mouse played out on on pitch-black roads and in neon-lit parking lots. Charlie knows the only way to win is survive the night. Also, I can't fucking read, apparently. Oh, man. You should next time I'll read those synopsis <laughs> and then you'll see who can't read. <laughs> My gosh. Um, so let's start. So you already said you gave it a five, right? I Yes, I gave it a five. Me too. Oh, this book was so good. Yes. So good. I loved good. that it was 90s. I loved the movie references. I loved the music references. Music. I loved the unreliable, bye, unreliable narrator. loved so much of it and i loved that i had anxiety the whole way through i loved it riley sager can do no wrong honestly do no wrong literally chef's kiss to this book like absolute greatness so how do you want to start talking about this um let's just go and just talk about it because i don't there's so much so i took some notes on the first um thing so I obviously Charlie is the main character. Maddie was her roommate that was murdered. Best friend murdered. Yes. Um, so at this point when I was reading, I put from hitchhiking. Yeah. Because I didn't know. Like- so Maddie, this is from, did we, does it reveal how she gets murdered in the first few pages or? No. Okay. You we keep don't going. We until the end. Until neither towards the end. Well, not how, well, she, we know how, like what the scene was when she got murdered. Yes, but okay. we don't know how, how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so Robbie is Charlie's boyfriend. Josh is this mystery driver and Josh and Charlie meet up at the ride board to get a ride back to Ohio because Charlie wants to leave and she doesn't want to wait until Robbie can bring her back, which is like, it's like what? Three, four days later. I think so. So she didn't want to wait that time. She was having a rough time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, so the drive was from New Jersey to Ohio, Mm -hmm. which seems like it'd be a long drive. I think they said it was like six hours. Yeah. Something, mm-hmm. something like something that. around that yeah they could do um, it in a day or night yeah a night survive the night, <laughs> night. um <laughs> sorry I kicked so you. some of my notes that i just have here and chime in whenever um before she gets into the drive she has a bottle of pills and she's like i don't oh need these. right and, and she's she like see ya away. bye she dumps so, them in the drain 
Yeah, so I was like, this is a great start to, um, I, never mind, we're not going to get there yet. Unreliable narrator, hello. Yes, when she throws out her medication, and I was like, okay, here we go. Whatever it is, depression, anxiety pills, you can't just take yourself off those. No, 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 no. You can't just be like, hi, bye. Yeah. No, no. But they might have not known that in the 90s. Who knows? But not a good idea. And here is where we begin to be like, Charlie... Come on. What are you doing? Come on. You are 24, 25, 22, whatever, however old you yeah. are in college. Let's get it together. Get I understand together. she's going through a loss. Her best friend just got murdered. Mm-hmm. And she, you're terrified to be on the campus. But my God, your brain just doesn't stop functioning correctly. But whatever. So <laughs> when Charlie goes to get into Josh's car, he blocks the trunk. Yeah. He, like, stands. Like, in an angle so she can't see it, right? Right. Because he was like, oh, I'll just put your stuff in the trunk. Don't worry about it. And she's like, okay. And she, like, picked up on it, too. She was like, that's really weird. Why is he blocking the trunk? And she was like, Charlie, relax. Don't be a fucking psycho. Yeah. Um. Also, wouldn't that be... A red flag number one, maybe? Red flag number one not to get in the car with this person. Or to have some balls and be like, what you got there? What you got there, bud? Right. Or, like, just maybe step to see if he's going to actually block you. Yeah. Like, that was just the There's angle. so many moves that she could have done that could have been, like, helped could've her out. Helped yeah. Her, yeah. Or, like, been like, hmm, I'm going to stay on campus. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no one gets in a car with a stranger like that. It's, yeah. It's not even like they knew each other. Like, it's no. not like they were distant friends through a friend. No. They didn't know each they other. They had at all. no clue who each other were. No information about each other what's, at all. And he had said that he worked on campus. Right. That's the only thing she knew about him. But he works on campus. I have an actual quote from the book. I don't remember what page it's on, but it says, But Josh wears it uncomfortably, talking about the, the uniform for school, almost like these are not his normal clothes. So they were giving a lot of things away, I feel like, in the first In the beginning, that it's like... I was kind of annoyed by that. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes if you baby the reader, we can't figure stuff out for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then we're just given a lot of information. But I think he needed to do that because, like, there's so much happening. Oh, yeah, for sure. I I ended up... But no, I totally get it. I totally totally get what you mean because, like, you got to let us figure it out for ourselves at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I totally yeah, get yeah. that. Yeah. Let's see. Um yeah. Um the next thing and again, you can chime in. I'm reading. I'm no, okay. that's fine. I think though I like the way you're doing this. Okay. Um the other thing that she noticed is that Josh is driving exactly the speed limit. Probably not to get pulled over. Right. So I put in my notes, is he a fugitive? Is he wanted? Like uh, Yeah, why is police? why What's is he being happen? so careful? Um and yeah, I think it, it says something about, like, he only goes five over or, like, right at the speed limit. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, nobody goes right at the speed limit. Except for me, because I suck at driving and I would Except kill myself. Mike. Oh, Mike yeah. Mike a grandma. Yeah, Mike drives. I don't know. Does he, though? I guess. I'm okay with him being a grandma, because then I'm safe. But, like, well, yes, my God. I, yeah. Also, Mike's my boyfriend, and... He drives like a grandma. Apparently. <laughs> I've never noticed. I'm sorry, That's Mike. funny. Get fricked, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but then we also find out why she's also nervous because her parents died in a car crash. Yeah. So she doesn't drive. That's why she didn't. She didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. So if she had a car, 
she could have driven herself home. driven herself yeah but then that also might have been like the anxiety from the medication oh why right she needed, i'm sorry why she needed the medication maybe for her like anxiety mm-hmm. and ptsd yeah but also getting into a car and you're nervous because your parents died in a car crash wouldn't you again think to take maybe a couple with you i'm not saying you had to take like some yeah at that point yeah. but like at least have that as like an emergency and 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 um you wouldn't get in a car with a stranger hello <laughs> what that's so a big thing flies, yeah so like flies. we're building up charlie as the most idiotic stupid character she just, in the planet she makes the most unwise decision as a woman yeah again we're in the 90s not everything's the same as now. it is now yeah. in 2021 but lord help us above this girl needs some common sense i don't know if it's because she was raised by her grandma and her parents died maybe she was a little bit more naive because her grandma raised her and her grandma was from an even older Older generation so i didn't think about that there's so many things that could be why she's not as like vigilant yeah but oh god she makes me cringe sometimes yeah i'm like Oh, Charlie, come on. You can do this. Yeah. You're just making the wrong decisions. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that we find out from my notes from the first mm-hmm. part, part, thank you, um, is that she uses movies in her mind to cope with the loss of her parents. So whenever she gets Ner- anxious, yeah, nervous, anxious, it kind of freaks takes out. Over. Yep. She literally goes into a hallucination yeah. movie. That she creates for herself in her mind. She can't control when they're going to come on. Right. She never knows when they're going to happen. So it so, so happens that this happens in the freaking car with a stranger who's trying to kill her, we think. Yeah. So there are moments when she goes into a movie mm-hmm. in her mind. And as a reader, you don't know what's real. You don't. And what's in her head. Yeah. There are so many moments in... Some of them you can tell and some of them you can't. Like, mm-hmm. but, oh my God. Let's go into the 20 questions part. Because that's... Yeah, let's see. I don't think there's anything really that happens that... Oh, she... Okay, wait, no, the pit stop part. No, that's during the 20 questions part. Hold on. Sorry. No, 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 you are fine. Um, Let's see. Oh, so when she had the movies in her mind, I actually thought that maybe she would have had, like, dissociative identity. Mm-hmm disorder mm-hmm. where she like has split personality oh so i thought that's what was happening mm-hmm. and i was like oh boy i wonder if one of her split personalities killed maddie and she didn't know <gasps> Ooh, what that's a what, what a way to make see oh gosh yeah interesting cool. yeah that's an interesting cool way write your own book more <laughs> no thank you um oh and one of the other quotes that i have was she's telling us about her movies in her mind and it says, quote, besides, they never lasted very long and they certainly never hurt anyone until one of them did, end quote. So all of these things are they're just telling us building that maybe Charlie killed Maddie and she is guilty or maybe didn't know that she killed yeah. Maddie mm-hmm. or whatever. They're just building. So this excerpt is when we find out when we see his driver's license. <gasps> Shoo, I forgot about that part. Yes. Oh man, this is where so this is when your anxiety, like you're just like starting. Yes. And you kind of are like, oh man, Charlie really messed up. Yes. So his name is Josh, according to Josh. 
Yes. <laughs> and we go to, I don't remember how she's, his, his wallet, I think, falls and she picks it up. Yeah, so like, I don't know how they do it, but it, fo- it falls right, it just lap. falls. Because she didn't open it. Right. It, it falls open. When she was, when he was in the grocery store, when uh, the convenience store, the gas station. Yes? No. no, I think that that happens after. I think they're driving and it falls down onto the floor and it flips open. And then she goes to pick and it up. And then she goes and sees, sees it. The license. And the driver's license says his name is Jake, and he's from Pennsylvania. Joshua from Ohio. Yeah. And it's not even like it was, like, maybe his middle name was Josh, and, like, he goes by By Josh. Josh, yeah. Josh, Jake. Hmm. Joshua, Jacob. I mean, I guess. That's... Yeah, that, that just doesn't sound nope. real. I'm really sorry nope. if any of our listeners are named Joshua Jacobs. Excuse but me. It just yeah, sounds kind of weird. It's something. First note of extra. Well, another note because first we have him blocking the trunk. Yes. Then she sees his driver's license that says Jake, not Josh. What is going on? Yeah. Why did you get in the car? So this is red flag number two. Second red flag. So keep a count. Two red flags we've got. So now this next excerpt is when we get to 20 questions. Oh my gosh. So like to tell about 20 questions? Sure. This is the night when we went to the drive-in and we both screamed. Oh, this is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is it. So they're playing 20 questions. Also, we got to go back to the murder of her best friend. Okay. So the murder is, they think, is the campus killer. The campus killer has, so serial killers have their own signature. And usually books about serial killers will like note on it. Campus killer's signature is he takes a tooth from his victims. Mm-hmm. And that's the signature. So Maddie, when they find her body, and, and it has to be noted that the only people that know about the signature is cops who are on the case and the families of the victims. So... We get into the 20 questions and he's like, hey, you want to play 20 questions? And she's like, sure. So she's like in her head. She's like, let's just do this because it's keeping him driving Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And like, she's like, really just like having so much anxiety. And (sighs) I don't even know how to describe. So as we all know, 20 questions is you ask a question. Is it an animal? No. Is it an object? Yes. Is it alive? I think he was like. It, it can, can be. be. <laughs> what? I was going to say, I did not know where this was going. Oh, no freaking clue. I was just like, why are we getting this whole 20 questions game? This is really stupid. It's wasting time. Oh, no. That you thought it was like, was like why is, is he adding this? Yeah. And then continue. And then we get to the end of the 20 questions. And she's like, oh, my gosh. It's a tooth. Yes, he chose a tooth. He chose a tooth. And then he's like, okay. And then so she's like, is it a tooth? And he was like, or she, I don't even know if she says it, but he, she's like, she gets quiet and kind of like starts to get like her anxiety starts to heighten. And then he was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I didn't even, he said, he reveals that he knows that the killer took a tooth from Maddie. But how did he find did he say how he does he find out? out how does he know i think she asked yeah she and he said oh he said it was in the paper but yeah. that's a lie yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a lie because the only people who know 
cops and victims of the family. I need to. Third red flag, my friends. Third red flags. So then after they play 20 questions, Maddie's like, I have to. She tells. You know what? Never mind. She tells. She (laughs) tells. She tells Josh, Jake, she wants to go to. She has to go to the bathroom. Oh, no, no, no. There's something that happens before this. So. Ignore um, my ignore my statement. This is when she they're on like she's like I have a headache and she puts her head on the window. Oh yeah. She, she sees a state trooper, so she like on the glass and writes help. Yeah. But then you're missing a key part. I know, here. I know, I know, I know. So what song was playing? Come as you are. <laughs> so this song was playing. It's a Nirvana song, while, everyone. While they are playing Twenty Questions. And then she goes into a movie mm-hmm. and when she comes back out the song's playing again come as you are <laughs> so she is like wow okay i had a movie in my mind that's weird the same song is still playing but then she asks him did, I did we to a movie in my mind and he said yeah you were gone for, for a while minutes, yeah or a while yeah. yeah and she's like how come the same song is still playing but then she asked if they pay- played Play 20, 20 questions, questions and he, he says no, no. And then you're like, what the heck is actually happening here? My mind, like my head hurts right now from thinking about it because you're like, wait, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. So that happens. And then the cop car thing happens. Yes. The state trooper when she puts help on the window. This is her, her way of getting attention and trying to get out of the situation. So now she's, now she's really trying to get out of the car. Like this is her being like, I need to get out. This is not good. I'm in a bad situation. I'm in the car with a killer. I need to get out. So then they pull up to the toll plaza. Yes. And she says, okay, when the car stops, I'm going to get out. And then all I have written here. Um, she plans to jump out of the car, but then something happens, dot, 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 dot. And I don't know what I was oh, leading myself wait, me, on for. I can't remember either. Um, yeah. Did she go back into a, I think she went back into a movie. Oh, yeah. She goes to another movie. I think he triggered it. Yeah. I think he might have, like, played the song again. Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. He started the song over. Mm, yeah. So it's, he triggered her to go back into a movie in her mind. Oh, my God. Um. Okay. So then now we're on to the next thing. Let's see. Okay, so I say here. So she tries to get out in the toll plaza, right? And that's her plan, but she gets triggered into a movie. Yes. So now they're through the toll plaza. So that was her other way of escaping, but yep. she, she doesn't get out. out she doesn't get out. She doesn't get out because she can't. Right. So the <gasps> next thing. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say something? Nope. I thought oh. I had something, but I don't. Okay. Um, so I say that we get a jo- Josh Jake point of view for the first time, and we find out that he's for sure the bad guy. And that he's been messing with Charlie this whole time. Because what was in his trunk, we find out that all of his different license plates were in are his in his trunk, trunk. For like Pennsylvania, Ohio, New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. But why? Why does he have this stuff? Is he, is he the campus killer? What is happening? Right. So then he also says, we get a point of view from him saying, oh, that was almost a close one with the 20 questions. So then we find out that 20 questions actually happened. Yeah, and so he's now messing with he's her. messing with her. So now we're like, sugar. Yeah, he's the bad guy. We find out. Yeah, yeah, he's the bad guy. And then, let's see, different license plates and licenses and all his, quote, gear in his trunk that Charlie never saw. So that's all I wrote for this excerpt. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of just got, like, a long point of view. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I love that Riley Sager did this. 
because I think if we did, if it was all Charlie's point of view, it wouldn't be as anxiety inducing. Yeah. And I love, I just love that he has these little excerpts from other characters. Mm -hmm. So keep going. Okay. Um, let's see. So the next excerpt I have, Charlie finds out that Josh slash Jake was lying about 20 questions. And I don't remember how she finds that out. I can't remember either, okay. but let's just keep going. So, then they go so to the she diner. finds out that they actually do play 20 questions. Yes. And they go to no, the no, diner. No. Yeah. Nope. No, no, no. You go to the bathroom. You forgot about the bathroom. Oh, I, that must've happened in the next, in the excerpt before. So why don't you talk about the bathroom? Okay. So, take notes on that. so she goes to, they st- eventually stop. Like a rest stop. A rest stop. And she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And he's like, okay, we'll stop. So they stop. And she hangs out in the bathroom for a while. And she's waiting for somebody to come so she can tell them what's happening. So she's hoping. So then um, she is telling this. So a woman comes in, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no. She doesn't. Somebody's, she, somebody comes in. Yeah. Somebody comes in. And she, they're banging on the um, saw bathrooms. Yeah. And she's like. Josh came in and is going to actually hurt me. Mm-hmm. But some the girl, a woman opens her door and is like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And so this is her way of try uh, way of getting out. So here's another escape. Also, this woman was really smart. She literally checked every single bathroom to make so, sure that no men were in there. <laughs> this woman is the smartest person. She should have went away with this they woman should've. because Charlie would have learned a lot about life. But anyway, right. now I've never done that, and now I'm gonna do now, that. Now, yeah, this is life facts from Riley Sanger. Oh gosh, <laughs> but yeah. So then Charlie starts pleading and begging this person, like, "I'm in a car with. I think I'm in a car with a. This guy's gonna do something really bad to me." Mm-hmm. And like, this woman's freaking out because one, Charlie sounds like she. It's what really late at night, so Charlie she sounds like she's drunk. She's like having an episode, and this woman's like freaking out. Yeah, this woman's like, lady, are you okay? All while this is happening, Charlie goes into an, a movie. Yep. And it's basically what the movie is, is Maddie's, like, talking to her about, like, just talking. And before she comes out of the movie, Maddie takes Charlie's head and slams it against the sink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> Again, Charlie being the unreliable narrator. Yeah. Charlie's really digging a hole for herself through this whole book. Yeah. So, so then, then, yeah, continue. We, the woman's like, leaves. Right? She leaves. She's yeah, just she's like, like uh, you're well, no, not. She asks if she needs help, and then Charlie's like, no, no, I think I'm okay. Yeah, and then she leaves. And then she leaves. She's, but she's still there, in the parking lot mm-hmm. outside her car. And then you go. Okay. And then so now they drive to the diner. Now they're at the diner. So now they're at the diner. Um, yeah, he suggests that they stop once again because she's like, hey, let's take a break because he was he's kind of, and I think he apologizes and stuff. He's like, and they're like, let's take a break. I don't know for sure, but. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but they the show up at this diner in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. Pennsylvania. Yeah. If you've ever driven through Pennsylvania, it's trees for days. <laughs> don't ever get into a car with a stranger to go to Pennsylvania. Just don't ever get into a car with a stranger. I think oh, that's the main point of Oh my god. Anyway, so they're in the middle yes. of nowhere. So they're in the middle of nowhere. At a diner. At a diner. Yes. So she goes up and they sit down next they, to Well, so they wants- take in the scene as they come out. Charlie sees a payphone. Yes. 
Um, they go inside and she so actually let, let's go back when Robbie, her boyfriend said that like, you know, oh, you know, when you get there, they had, they come up with safe words with safe words. Yeah. So if you need to call me from the road, it was, um, the, the situation has gotten some, like the situation, get a turn. That's their safe word. That's their safe word of like, I need help. And then there was another one. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's a smooth ride or something. Um, and it was from a movie naturally. And so she gets to the diner and they go up and they order and she's like, I'm not really that hungry, whatever. She goes out to the payphone because she's like, I'm going to call Robbie and I'm going to tell him. She gets on the phone. Fo- no, she tries to call 911. She tries to call 911 first. Oh, yeah. And then and then and then Josh comes out. It's like what he's just hanging out outside and he's just standing next to her, like watching her on the payphone. So she can't be on the phone with 911 and be like, hi, I need help. I'm being I'm, I'm being I'm being yeah yeah so she hangs up oh my and God. he's like oh what what's the issue and she's like oh i forgot my boyfriend's number i just I couldn't figure it out and then whatever so she gets back on the phone calls robbie says the safe word and then robbie's like where are you at whatever she gives all the information yeah well she yeah but she's got to keep it cool because he's right there josh is literally listening to the conversation yes, 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 yes. also red flag number five yeah, I literally like number fucking 12. Yeah, anyway. he's literally listening into this conversation. So they go back inside and they sit down. Well, Robbie. So she gives a code, a code, like a code word that she, she does the code word. And then she references a movie that they both watched. Yes. And that's his clue that she's in danger. And yes. there's a in this movie, there's a character that's named Charlie. And she's going through the same situation that Charlie is in right now similar situation Mm -hmm. and that's the clue that she gives robbie that says oh i need help yes so then you go (laughs) then they go inside and i think she sits down and jake or josh or whatever is like did you just give a code word to him like he's on yeah he knows what's happening and she's like no i don't know what you're talking about like whatever and he basically tells her listen i think i'm gonna leave you here yes and i think because you know you're not trusting me i you know i don't really trust you right. i'm gonna leave you here and she's like okay whatever like uh-huh. no i don't want you to leave me here but at the same time she was like great this is fantastic right so then they order the food yes this is important they go to the food they order food charlie gets tea hot scalding tea mm-hmm. and french fries now josh jake gets the blue diner special or something like that. Yeah. Something it's steak, whatever. Yeah. So then our lo- delightful, lovely old waitress comes and her name is Marge. Marge. Hello, Marge. Hello, Marge. Hello. Another She's character. great. So she comes in and gets their order. Mm-hmm. She's old, very frail, tiny. Mm-hmm. So then she brings their food back. And leans over to hand the food or the tea or something. Yeah. Spills, spills the tea. Her hot tea on Charlie. Charlie. Yep. So then Charlie's like, shit, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go clean this off. Whatever. Then while she's in the bathroom, Marge comes in and she's like, sweetie, are you okay? Mm-hmm. I spilled that on. Like, I don't think she actually tells she, her that she spilled it on her own. No, head. but we get a Marge point of view. And it says that Marge did it on purpose because she sensed danger yeah, between the two of them. Charlie was in danger and she wanted to get her alone to talk to her. Yep. 
And then Marge also compliments the jacket that she's wearing. I feel like that's important. Yep. Another important point that we glossed over, but it's okay. There's a lot of things that in this book that make the book so good. They're just little details that are important to the whole scene. So if we forget about them, they come back. But the coat that Charlie is wearing is the only thing that she has from Maddie. And it's a bright red vintage jacket. Yes. And Marge compliments it. Marge is like, that's a beautiful jacket there. Yes. And so she starts cleaning the jacket because it's got stain from the tea. Right. And then it's also like a sentimental value because it's Maddie's. Right. Whatever. And I think Marge offers to buy her another one. Another one. Yeah. She's like, no, this has sentimental value. It was my friends. You know, like, I just want to keep it. So then they go back out. And Charlie kind of psychs herself up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's, she's like, like you know I'm going to do, I'm going to psych this guy out. She's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm yep. Gonna him. I'm going to flip on this campus killer. Yeah. Yeah. So then she goes back out, sits down, and no, she goes to the jukebox. Oh, and plays. How long does she play? Come as you are. <laughs> and then Jake, Josh is like, huh? So she sits down and she's like, you know what? Yeah. I did give my boyfriend a code word and I know that you're the campus killer and like psychs him out. And I know that we played 20 questions and I know that you're lying to me. Yeah. And then this is where he apologizes and says, oh, and she says, we're going to continue to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. I'm not staying at this diner. She, so they wait, is there something that happens? I forget. There's something else that happens. So while she's on the phone with Robbie, <gasps> she tells, she gives, so the, Yes, she tells him that she's in danger, where she's at. So Robbie calls the police. And the cops come. The cops come. And the cop goes inside and he's like, I got a call that there's like somebody in danger here. Is anybody in danger? And I think at this point it's just Charlie and... Charlie, Marge, and Robbie. Nope. Josh. Not Josh. Josh, sorry. Yeah. So those three are the only people at the diner at this point. Because it's like... It's late, late, Or late, late, late. So he comes in. And Charlie is, like, getting ready to kind of say something. But Josh has a knife or a gun. <gasps> yeah, he has He has the steak knife. And he holds it to Marge. Which, yeah. And he and he's, like, showing Charlie that he has the knife to Marge's, like, back or something. And Marge doesn't Marge, know. Marge yeah. doesn't know. And so if Charlie says anything, Marge is going to die. Die. Right. And she's like, well, this lady just tried to help me. I can't risk her life. Right. So she says that she's fine. The cop leaves. They're in there. I think they leave along with the cop. Yeah. Like they get into the car. So there's another um, point. She forgets her jacket or her bag at the. Uh, at, oh, her backpack in the, the dine. Table. Yeah. So she goes back. And when she goes back, she grabs her backpack and she grabs a steak knife. And brings <laughs> that into the car with her. Only smart move Charlie has done this Honestly, whole thing. Once she gets confidence, she gets the brain power. Yes. My God. So, (laughs) I know we're kind of going through this step by step, but this is important to the whole plot of the book and why we like it so much. And that's why we're kind of just going through it. So, like, I know this is just a lot of discussion about the book and it's kind of getting a little dry. It's kind of just like slow, but it's important. Yes, we're getting into the good stuff now, I promise. This is where the anxiety inducing gets high. excerpt is all in caps. Uh, lock so (laughs) so my next one is omg charlie gets into the car with josh and they discuss why he wants to kill her so she's basically like why me i know that you're the killer why me and he's like it has to happen this way like they basically have that discussion that happens normally in like a murdery yeah thing right before somebody dies Mm -hmm. 
And then she stabs him. Yes. She leans over and stabs that motherfucker. Oh, you know what? It's because when they're at the rest stop, he takes handcuffs and a Swiss army knife out of his toolbox and puts it in his pocket. And he's like, I have handcuffs. And if you're making this hard, I'm going to use them. He tries to handcuff her. Yes. That's when she stabs him. Yep. Okay. You're right. He hands her. So he hands her the, the handcuffs and she drops them on the floor as she goes to grab them. Or as he goes. So it's somehow she, something she tries to pick them up, takes the knife out of her pocket. And then he grabs her and she stabs him. Yes. So. So then she gets out of the car. And runs back to the diner. Wait, she has a movie before this. She does. She gets. She gets. So she goes and she snaps into a movie, and it's Josh. She's in the car still, and Josh is like, "You already killed me." Yes. And she snaps out of it, and she sees blood on her hands, and it's like all over her, and she like sees Josh on the ground and takes off. No clues if Josh is dead or not. She thinks he's dead. Yeah. She thinks he's dead. So then she goes back to the diner. Diner is black. Completely. No one's there. Right. So she pushes the door open and she's like, hello, is somebody here? Marge comes out. Right. Yep. And she's like, I think I need help. I need someone like whatever. I need the police called because she has blood. On yeah. Uh huh. Then Marge is like, OK, honey, like come to the back. We'll call this bitch. This lady chloroforms. Yes. Chloroforms. Chloroform and ties her up. What is happening, you guys? What is this book? This is so, where I think I started to I decided that this is a five sweet for me. Old Marge. Who would have thought this that lady who tried to help Charlie would be in on it? Is yeah, but we don't know if she's in on it at this point. But whatever. But like, come on, why else is she why? tying her up? So she's in the back diner and tied up, chloroformed. And it's like, what the actual crap, Riley Sager? And then what are you up. doing to my soul? Yep. Who shows up? Robbie. Robbie shows up. Robbie, knight in shining armor, shows, shows up. <laughs> shows up. And he is like, is there, was there a woman here? You know, like asking him. questions. And Marge yeah. is like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Or no, she was here She earlier. has, so she has a shotgun. And she, before all this happens and Ro- Robbie knocks on the door, yeah, Marge is Marge is like, hey, um, if you do, if you don't say anything, or I will kill him, I will shoot him. So Charlie doesn't say anything. While Robbie's in. Yep. In the. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then he leaves. Then Robbie he leaves. leaves. Yep. And we switch back to Charlie's. Or yeah. So anyway, keep going. Keep going. Um. Let's see. So yeah. So then Marge starts taking Charlie out to their car. Her car, Marge's yes. car. Yep, yep, yep. And Charlie notices that her taillight has been hit. Mm-hmm. And that's, and we go to, and that's how, she, I think she knows that Robbie, or that's her sign that Robbie knows there. is there okay. and stayed. Because I think he does that so he can follow Marge yes. wherever she goes and yeah. takes Charlie. Okay. So they leave. Yeah, tell, tell the rest because I skipped to like a lot of the. Okay, so they leave. And I don't want to. Yep, they leave. So Charlie, Charlie and Marge leave the it's diner, hard. and 
Robbie stayed and follows them. We switch to Josh's perspective. Josh is alive. Mm -hmm. He comes back to the diner, is driving towards the diner. He, he sees a car that he knows is Marge. So obviously now we know Marge and Robbie are, I mean, Marge and Josh are in it, on it together. Yes. So he sees Marge's car on the other side of the highway and, jo and another car following close behind. So he's like, this that's got to be them. So yeah. he swings around and is following Robbie, following Marge. While he's bleeding out. Yes. He's in excruciating pain because yep. he gets stabbed by a... If you think about it, a steak knife is this big and serrated. So he's in pain. <laughs> he's in so much pain. Right. So they're driving. Where did they go to? They go to a lodge. A lodge that is revealed to us earlier in the book that... Because it's an old, run-down lodge. Mm -hmm. They didn't know. Like, no one's there. No, it's old. Old, old, old. So they drive up to this. Mm -hmm. And while they're driving up to it, it's like, it's a pretty steep hill, mountain that they're going on. And you have to go across a bridge. Okay. Yeah. And they, sh and they get up to the top and they go inside. So I think on this drive is when we find out some pretty important... I forget. Yeah, go things. ahead. On the drive or when they get there, we find out who's Marge. Marge is Maddie's grandma. Can we just talk about how it's actually It's not her. grandma. It's, it's Mima. Or Mima. Mima. <sighs> yeah. Mima. So, the worst name for a grandma. I know. That was really like, <laughs> I hated that. Uh, so Mima, this is getting even deeper. So now we're trying to figure out who the fuck Josh is now at this point. Yeah, who's Josh and like, why did, what is going on? Why are, why are we getting taken by Mima? Like, what is happening? So Mima, why? So clearly Mima knows who Charlie is. Yes. So she ends up telling her that Josh is just a bounty hunter. Yeah. And she hired her. Hired, hired her him. him to get Charlie so that they could talk, talk, talk. So this woman is bonkers bananas. The whole plan was for Josh to bring her to the diner and leave her there with Marge and then be on his merry way. Oh, no. The plan has changed. So. Well, here, let's go back really fast. So the they had Marge and Josh had their own code word. And it was mm -hmm. when he ordered the blue light, blue diner special. That was the code that they stayed. Yep. And this is this is the girl. This is the girl we know. Yes. And but and she was supposed to stay. And then that's where Marge goes in. Yeah. And talks. But talks to her. The cop comes and Charlie's like, nope, I'm leaving with him. And everything changes. So yes. that's when Marge, I think, snaps and is like, plan is. This is yeah. this is getting different. So now, now Marge is snapping. Place. Marge has absolutely gone bananas. So she, so a little bit of backstory. I know we're again we're going back and forth a little bit, but you have to because it's just the point things, of view switches so many times. so many times, and the things are revealed. So the night that Maddie dies, when she gets murdered, she drags Charlie out to the bar. Charlie does not want to be at the bar. 
yes yes so yes charlie's like i want to go i don't want to be here and maddie's like you're really gonna leave here leave me here to walk home alone and, and she's, she's like, like yeah, yeah because you've done this to me so many times i don't want to go to the bar you do this to me all the time and yeah. you're a terrible fucking friend yeah she calls her a terrible friend and tells her to like fuck off she tells her to fuck off and yeah. that's the last words charlie's ever said to yes maddie and then so maddie as Charlie's walking away, Maddie is talking to a, a boy, a man, mm-hmm. outside, and Charlie turns around. Just sees his silhouette. And, and a, a fedora. Uh, yeah, fedora. Ugh, first off. So. That should be, should have been Maddie's red, red flag. flag. No, <laughs> if you see a man in fedora, run. <laughs> so then this whole thing is that Charlie saw the killer, but didn't, didn't have any information to give the police. Mm-hmm. So Mama, Mima, fucking Grandma over here wants to talk. Thinks that she's lying, and she's like, "I know you know more information." So this a crazy lady thinks if she can recreate the scene and get her talking again, she'll yeah. ignite the memory of what she saw. But she just triggers a movie in her mind again, like the fifteenth time at this point. Yes. Basically, I'm just to speed this up she yeah the the lodge took a while the lodge takes a while so she recreates the story and i don't even really like know for sure but she pulls out pliers and is going to take one of charlie's teeth out teeth out this is the tongue oh yeah so oh my gosh she puts the pliers on charlie's tongue and yanks. yanks and at one point charlie is like i think she's going to pull my tongue out of my mouth and i had to stop reading yeah i could not it's imagine. a lot why did Mima go nuts what is happening Mima? so continuing so she ends up getting free somehow yep. josh and robbie show up yep somewhere in the vicinity it kind of goes very fast but very slow so we're gonna kind of skip over that part. yeah so so josh gets shot eventually or josh comes in and tries to set her free yes and then marge shoots him right and that's how charlie escapes and there's a lot of things that happen marge chases her she has another movie mm-hmm. in her mind and there's actually two movies that happen but whatever so so then long story short robbie comes saves the day and he gets into the car with Charlie and they I think we're going to go get they're, the police. They're going to go to the police. So they and Robbie's driving at this point. No, no. Charlie's, Charlie's driving. driving because Robbie's hurt. OK, so Charlie is driving and then she gets into the car and goes into the glove compartment and sees like a little engagement ring. Box. And she's like, oh, my gosh, they've, they've been dating on, like, for what a year. She had planned on breaking up with him when she left. So mm-hmm. she was like, oh, my God, I should have This is a terrible, bad time. And right at this point, Danielle, I was like, this is it. This is the second. This is the twist. moment. Robbie is, is the, the campus, campus killer. killer. What? Oh so when she opens gosh. the box, Robbie's like, no. What comes out of the engagement Teeth. box? Teeth. Holy cow. I, have I will never look at teeth the same way ever in my life again. I mean, I don't really look at teeth in my I look at life, <laughs> But like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> teeth have a new meaning in my life now. Thank you, Riley Sager. So, yeah. She ends up basically saying, like, why did you do this? And he was like, you're special. 
you are so special. I was planning on killing you, but I actually the f- fell in love with you. Their first date, he was going to kill her. What? And they end up dating, and he's like, you're special. You're not like anybody else. And, and why did he kill Maddie? Because she was over the top. She thought, yeah, why did he kill her? He thought, because you know what? It kind of hinted at it in, in the beginning. Robbie told her in the very beginning that Maddie was a bad friend, and she was She's, selfish. Yeah, and she was over the top, and he doesn't yeah. he doesn't like girls that are over the top and think that they're all that, basically. So he kills her. He kills Maddie. And he... Let it be known, the other two girls that he kills, and he goes into this whole thing about why he kills these other two girls yeah. and, like, all the backstory of it. And first off, I have to note this next part. Maddie throw, I mean, Maddie, Charlie throws up on the steering wheel. <laughs> I forgot about that. So you're just driving and then you're just, like. She just upchucks and then she decides to floor it. Into where? Into where? Come on, Daniel. In the dam. Right? In the water, yeah. Yep, so she floors it into the water. And, guys, come on. She's got vomit on the steering wheel. And, oh my gosh, this is a whole situation. Anyway. So she floors it into the water. And what does she do to him? Keep going. You keep going. Because I can't remember. Okay. She handcuffs him. Yes. So he can't get out of the car. She handcuffs him. But she waits for the perfect time. Because she found it out in a movie. Yep. Of when she needs to open the door because of the pressure of the water. And yep. Whatnot. And so he, so he gets, she handcuffs him just at the right time and traps him so he can't escape and she can. Yes. So he drowns. He drowns. And then let's see. Robbie drowns. So she, her plan to kill the campus ki- killer Works. follows through. It just but took a lot But the wrong detours. person. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see. Charlie drives the car. <gasps> she takes one of his teeth. And she takes one of his teeth to, to Marge. To Marge. Yes. Yep. So, so yeah. after she escapes, they go through the aftermath, right? Like, yes. so, so she, they're all, the they're all in the hospital. She visits Marge first, right? And I really would like to just point out when she goes to visit visit Marge, she also tells the police that Marge wasn't trying to hurt her, so Marge gets off. Right. So because that I think that's to because she felt so bad about how she couldn't remember who the killer was that she yeah. wants to avenge her family and all oh, Maddie's family and whatnot. So then she ended up and Marge has like stage four cancer yeah i think so she's so this is why she goes after charlie in the first place because she's like i have have cancer i'm gonna die i have nothing to lose i'm gonna go and find the campus killer and kill him and since maddie couldn't i mean maddie charlie couldn't give her any information she was gonna kill and get her too yeah so then she hands over the tooth and was like marge and marge goes at a girl and that was i had a little bit of tears i'm sorry but i was like yes yes this is the perfect ending and her and josh wait okay so then she goes to another hospital room because we find we all we know of josh is that he got shot yes and we don't know if he's alive or not so next she goes to another hospital room and she visits visits jake slash josh yes and and then he he asks her out on a date. He goes after all of this, and oh well, he lets her borrow his car. 
yeah. to go home so she and then he says once you get back because he'll be in the hospital for a while yeah. once you get back maybe we can go to a movie we can go to a movie and then i think the the point here she was like what are you gonna do you you're not a bounty hunter anymore and he's like he's like i think i want to drive chauffeur for hollywood celebrity <laughs> he said that he wanted to drive celebrities in like yeah it's LA. not really an uber driver it's a it's a enhanced uber driver so then they go out on a date and blah 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 and then the fucking epilogue this is my favorite part about this whole book the epilogue is the entire book we were reading was a movie was a movie it becomes a movie of charlie's situation so this whole situation is true it happens right but it's not as heightened one the whole thing with marge doesn't actually happen she never meets up with her in the hospital because marge dies she yeah, kills marge, herself she yeah. kills herself marge died marge dies the whole thing with jake josh happens they yeah. go to the movies Yes. And all this stuff. So basically, Charlie's in the movie watching, in the movie theater, watching this whole thing take place. And was like, this movie's shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what she says. The director she's, comes over and he's like, what did you think? And she's like, it was great. And in her head, she's like, this movie this was happened. absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And she was like, and then, so she leaves the movie theater with all the people who came and watched the movie. Yeah. And then who drives up? up? He picks her, her up because he's a driver now. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, how was your night? Did you drive anybody nice? And he like says that he, uh, yeah, I don't he says something. He drives a celebrity, like a woman. And he was like, she's not as pretty in real life or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that part. And then they go and watch a movie. Yeah. They end up dating. And that is the end of the book. The pretty ending. much. I loved it. So good. I Here's what I, and I, I had knew it was going to end up being a movie because and wow. my friend erica on because another book club of mine read this book mm-hmm. and my friend erica in that book which love erica um she points out that the very first page tells us this is a movie and it says fade in yeah no true. book starts like that yeah fade true. in i didn't that's, even catch that i didn't either until i she said that and it's like no book starts in with fade in only movies fade in so that's your first hint that wow. it's a movie Good i didn't even notice erica. that yeah well, get it erica with all of the things but in my brain i wanted this to end up being a movie because i was like this is how this book's gonna end in my head charlie's gonna make a movie and it's gonna reveal that charlie created a movie about her life but it wasn't her it was i am literally the queen of guessing oh yeah twists. morgan's so good at guessing qu- i did twists. not see this coming this not book, at all. No, none of this. Well, the one thing that I did see coming was Robbie being the killer. Oh, well, I'm talking about the ending. No, the ending. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I did not see the ending coming. I figured, so I remember telling you specifically, I think one of the plot twists had happened, and I was like, have you ever read any Riley Sager books? Because he is the best with, like, throwing in a plot twist, like, in the middle of yeah. the book, mm-hmm. and then a plot twist at the end, just because that's how books are usually written. Mm-hmm. And then when you're least expecting it, throwing in another plot twist. Yes. So once we got to when like Marge was in on it with yep. Josh and everything, I was like, who's the killer then? Who is another character that we got introduced to? Because it, it would just have been stupid if it was a random person. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't have made sense. So I was like, holy fuck. It's Robbie. It's Robbie. Robbie's it's the killer. Be. But I only figured it out right when she oh, like went see. to go get the engagement box. Oh, see, I 
I think once I started this book, I knew it was going to be Robbie because I just in my brain, I was like, it can't be Josh. There's no way it's Josh. I thought it was Charlie. Yeah. See, I never thought it was. was, I never thought it was Charlie. So the question that I wrote down earlier for myself was how did Jake know about the tooth thing? But he probably found out from Marge. That and he probably he's a um, bounty hunter. So he probably knows stuff from cops that's true so he probably knows the details so there's other there's two things marge and he's a bounty hunter so so yeah i wow what a good book absolutely so good such a good it was an add-on for book of the month right everyone should add it on next month this i mean so good we told them the entire (laughs) (laughs) if you don't (laughs) yeah don't listen to this if you don't (laughs) don't listen to this if you have not um red survive the night yeah if you've gotten this far i'm really sorry we did say in the beginning that we were gonna talk yeah about no spoilers, we though, well so and fun. anything and like for the next few podcasts our main book is going to be spoiled this yes. this is how we're doing it we're going through the book we're talking about our experiences with each single part yes. we might not split it into parts every single time probably yes. not but this was just a special thing to figure out how we're gonna do this and yeah this is our first podcast so please bear with us this is really it's yeah it's pretty long but you know this is how we're gonna do it we're going to focus on one book but go over our our other ones and if we both read it we're gonna go through gonna it, talk about it yeah. so it's a book about it's a podcast about books guys so like and alcohol <gasps> this whole thing is empty anyway so yeah so long story short read survive the night it's so good 162 days both very good books i would say that read one last stop read 299 days and read survive Survive the the night night. yes so let's finish this off what are we looking forward to in august danielle so we gotta give so we gotta give it out to people who are watching our podcast page because jamie our friend jamie suggested our next book yeah which is bathhouse we're gonna read bathhouse next month and what i know from it is it's a thriller mystery i don't know a whole heck i don't know a whole heck of a lot about it i haven't even read the synopsis honestly i read the synopsis a little bit i couldn't tell you what it's about though all right but jamie read it and said so good and honestly when i've seen it on bookstagram it's sounds really freaking good so i'm excited okay. are you excited i am excited i'm very excited to also i think well, we're there's not well read. there's another book that we're gonna read yes the Our same main book is gonna be bathhouse. main book bathhouse but we're also going to read together because we're both so excited about it we're both so excited about it we're not gonna buddy read it like 462 days or survive the night but we're gonna read malibu, malibu rising, rising. i'm so excited we'll probably have to split it up into two and do bathhouse and malibu rising because we're gonna have a lot to talk about I feel and like. tjr she's a queen yes I the really queen i might just add on malibu rising to my next book of the month also shout out book of the month we love book of the month all of these great add-ons everyone should get book of the month yes it's the best thing in the world honestly you get so many good books hardcover hardcover this is not an ad guys we love book of we the month. love book of the month we're not even first, sponsored this is our first podcast we're not sponsored who the, the heck but you this get was ten dollars ten dollars you get hardcovered new early release new books yes 
hardcover, which if you go to Barnes Noble, sorry, Barnes Noble, love you, but $30. $30 for Drive of the night was $30. Yeah. And we got, we it, got for it for $10. So um, we're going to, I'll put our code into our description so you can use one of our codes to get yeah. your four, first month for $10. Yes. yes. So yes. add-ons are 16. 10. It's normally 15-ish, 14, 15. I think it's 16 after tax. Yeah. For the monthly. The monthly subscription. subscription. But your first yeah. month, if you use one of our codes, will be $10. Yes. So, but, so yeah, get book of the month, get survive the night, read these books, love us, love books, all that jazz. Yes. yes. So, so the, the last surprise that we have. This is our favorite. This is my favorite thing that we're going to do. This, this is very exciting. Because I want to make sure. Oh, okay. 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 I got to make sure. That so each month we are going to shout out one of our favorite um, books to grammars. We are going to shout out somebody that we decide on together 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 Together. Together. someone that we decide on together who we love we love them we love their page we love their posts it's gonna be a monthly thing um so definitely interact with our posts um and we might shout out to you comment on our youtube we're gonna post this on youtube and spotify yeah um so who are we shouting out this month danielle give give drum roll so we're shouting out my friends and Morgan's friend, yes. Annie, literary Annie, who is also my boyfriend's sister, but, and she's the one who, first off, first follower. She was the first follower. First follower. Yes, once queen. Once we announced our podcast. And thank you, Annie. Thank you, Annie, for all your support Always. and just being her friend, you know? Yes. Love Annie. Also, Annie introduced me to Book of the Month. And you introduced me to Book of Month. So, so thank you, Annie. Thank you for Annie for being just the queen Annie's of everything. Amazing. Annie is, she. so if you follow her on Instagram, it's literary Annie, two N's and two E's. She is a fantasy book reader. She um, is very, very fantasy, you guys. Very YA fantasy. And if that's up your alley, go give Annie... Even if it's not up your alley, her posts yeah, are beautiful. She's got the way she posts and like she goes, I don't know. She's just so great. So just go give her we a follow. Annie. We love you, Annie. Thank you for your support. And yeah. And tag her in the posts. We'll tag her in the post. Give her, give her a follow. And you are our special friend for the month. Yes. So I think, I think that's everything. That is all you We've guys. Been here for four hours. But yeah. You know what? We have everything. I hope it's not four hours plus. No, I, don't think so. I think it's probably two thirty the most. 2.30. Two hours and 30 minutes. Oh, I was like, it's 1.30. <laughs> oh, God. We've we been talking started, for a while. We started this at like 11 something. Okay. Yeah. But we also... We went into it. We got yeah, it. We yeah, went into it. it. It's going to be fine. You're going to... Sorry it. it's, it's long. We will try to cut out a lot the next... Like, I think our little book reviews need to be a little bit shorter the next time, That's but... Okay. That's okay. But yeah. So let's end it here. End it here. Um, thank you guys so much. Yes. Thank for you. For supporting us and following the podcast this has been like a drunk thought of danielle's and i for <laughs> a long time and we were like it's so stupid to have a podcast we're not gonna do a podcast no one's gonna listen to us we're so no one's gonna listen to us we're and the biggest friggin idiots ever we made the podcast page and i think we have like 30 followers maybe right now which and is we haven't exciting. even put up a podcast yet no so i really love every single one of you and i love the bookstagram community oh my gosh it's so so welcoming so great uh, if you want, if you are somebody who loves books and are just like, 
I start a bookstagram, man. People are so freaking nice on yes. there. People are so nice. I can't even tell. Like, the people who are in my, like, book club and, like, just the random people I talk to all the time on book mm-hmm. Instagram are so special and so nice. And it's just, like, shout out to the book co- book community. Like, yes. everybody's so nice. We're all nerds. And the we all biggest friggin' nerds. It's so great. It's so, the best. So, yeah. Thank um, you to everybody. Thank you for listening and watching and yeah so shout out what is your wh- where can people find you um my b- book handle is danny allreads d all reads danny d-a-n-i a-l-l reads and i am at underscore book morgues like bookmarks but m-o-r-g-s and then there's an underscore at the end so yeah give us a follow and give boozed and reviewed a five star and like and follow us and subscribe subscribe on youtube so go to your favorite podcast page go to your favorite youtube page us and (laughs) (laughs) and yeah thank you guys so 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 much much. and we'll see you next next month on september 1st is our next our next upload our next upload yep when we're gonna review malibu rising and bathhouse and bathhouse so yeah Read Bathhouse with us, guys. Yeah, read Bathhouse. Read read, yeah, writing. leave us comments. Send us messages, please. We love talking about and books. And we need some uh, ideas for October's read. September read. September's read. Yep. Idiot. It's fine. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. On that note, see you guys, guys. next month. Woo! Yay! <laughs>